what we did do it was what you described you know exchange of food so we would always um like that that would have been a big deal where my mother would um pack up some prasad or maybe mm. you know we call it prasad yeah yeah so my mother would uh pack up little packages and you know her sisters would have lived nearby and it was like you know you get on your bike and, and cycle over yeah. there and uh, yeah. bring it bring it to so and so and you bring it to so and so so make you know, sure after. you bring back the bowl <laughs> <laughs> and so you end up with this smorgasbord of all these different things and then some aunties started to try different things you know things that they didn't grow up with and they started making things from other regions in mm. India so that was nice and then you know we were exposed to um the different sweets desserts you know uh, re- recipes really they you know when you get to google things like even now um i'm googling things i'm going like oh i never had that i don't know what that is but i make it so the kids eat it and my kids won't eat anything like jalebi or laddu because it is so sweet so they won't yeah. eat it but i always try to get um, a selection of a few things you know yeah. and um you know i'm a yoga teacher and in previous years um when i have done um yoga classes at diwali i've treated my students to diwali sweets so i know i do buy them because it is just so much easier yeah. and and then and i chop them up so people can taste yeah. different little things but again the first reaction people have like oh my god it's so sweet yes. one important thing that i forgot to mention with the diwali is that you know when i mentioned um that you know my mother starts doing the shopping and the cooking and the cleaning as well with that comes Uh, comes um vegetarian eating so not mm-hmm. vegan because mm-hmm. you know we're allowed cream and milk um but vegetarian eat and no no eggs um so for you know maybe a week before we would have no mm-hmm. meat or fish or eggs milk and cream would, and cheese was also allowed um and in the early days you know when my parents had just moved from south america to europe in the early days um we wouldn't even have animal products mm. in the house mm. so there would be nothing in the fridge or the freezer even you know so we were very strict but as we were in the netherlands for longer and longer you know like turning on the lights at four o'clock mm. because you know we need we need to see what we're doing yeah. um we did become a little bit more um not lax but you know we let go of certain traditions mm. So like even like hearing your story now it is so different to mine and there I where we you know we were growing up thinking that we weren't doing it the way it was supposed to be done because you know we weren't doing it in India you know the people that left India to go to Suriname to work uh for the Dutch they left their families behind they left everybody and everything behind thinking that they would go back after their working contract was finished again and then you know there was no way back for them so they a lot of people chose to stay in Suriname they always knew they were never going to go back but then there was also a community of Indians from India thinking that they were going to go back to India after they'd made their fortune uh, you know in the in the new world and there was no boat back for them so they stayed in Suriname um maybe not properly prepared for the life that they would have without the support of family so i think some some people or some families that left maybe they did not bring um 
a certain set of knowledge with them mm-hmm. because you know it wasn't really necessary like this is why you know my our rituals regarding Diwali is the way it is because you know three, four, five generations ago, they might have gone, mm, we're not really sure what we're doing here because mm. they didn't bring the knowledge with them. How rituals change, how a culture changes. It changes, evolves, adapts, assimilates, integrates. I totally understand what you're saying about the knowledge, about rituals, because you bring in a, a, a person who wants to raise her boy at least understanding and having the sensitivity for other festivals. So, and now that he's four, almost four and a half, he's got the, you know, the rationale, the reasoning, the ability to ask questions and to to really experience things. So I think it's the first time that I'm kind of invested in Diwali. And, um, it's not like I'm going to go looking up stuff for how it should be done. I think we're going to mm-hmm. figure it out together yeah. our way. We're going to read about stuff. We're going to look at pictures. I'm going to tell him stories of my, you know, just like how I'm sharing with you. And we're, I suppose what I'm trying to say is that it's going to be very interesting as the years come now of how Ethan and I, and now daddy too, you know, we're going to get involved and, um, creating our own rituals, creating our own way of celebrating Diwali. And it's a pity because of the pandemic, he won't, I think last year he got to see something happening in Cork. Was it Diwali or Navratri? I think it was Navratri, which is a whole other beautiful festival. Mm -hmm. Um, And so hopefully next year, when they have the small gatherings in Cork, we'll go or not because he might be like no mom it's too loud no I can't I can't um you know we don't know I don't know it's basically gonna be led by him and me just trying to usher him and say this is what this is and this is how this is and I'd say it would be unfair to just focus on one it would be nice to focus on all different uh, festivals from all different faiths because I grew up that way out of my mm-hmm. own curiosity, I would go and ask questions and find out and you learn at school even, you know? So yeah. I would like for him to have that. Tradition is that what I'm doing now with my children and my husband in my house is qu- is quite similar to what I was doing with my parents when I grew up in, my, in their household. But, you know, we make little adjustments here and there. Like we don't, eat vegetarian for a whole week before Diwali we just have vegetarian food on the day and I don't clean out my freezer or my fridge if there is if there are animal products in there they stay in there but we don't consume anything on the day well I won't but you know maybe if my daughter says I really feel like eating whatever she wants to eat or like sausage yeah then go with it you know if you really want it but then I would also like to say well it's just one day you know mm. ask yourself mm. why must you and I that is another part of mm. festivals I guess is that you know you turn inwards and it's like well why am I doing this mm. is this still working for me you know and, and if you want to change it why am I going to change it what am I going to replace it with and what purpose is that going to have so I think traditions are great I am not in favor of traditions, I have to say. And I've broken most traditions that were thrown at me in my life. 
But I do think traditions are great because it gives you a starting point. You can ask yourself, is this something that is going to work for me? And when I did Diwali on my own, that was just the way I did it. And then my husband came into the picture and we did it together. And he was very happy to come on board because hey, who's going to say no to Dal and not do you know, all the yummy food? So he was like, yeah, I'm there. You know, all this lovely Indian food. So he did Diwali with me, but you know, I'm not doing any prayers. Mm. I'm not doing any prayers with him. I'm not blessing myself and I'm not blessing him either. And then when kids came along, I continued to do the same thing. So it is the tradition of, you know, tidying the house, uh, presenting the house a little bit better, like the way anybody would at Christmas or Easter, you know, cleanliness and all that, cleanliness of mind, cleanliness of body. You know, it's, it's all the yoga principles are coming back. When you look at the valley, it's all weaved in the lifestyle. So, um, when I study more about Indian um, festivals and how the various people celebrate the festivals, so the whole yoga principles come in there as you know part of the lifestyle. So that in itself, I like to um, give, pass on to my children that that they would have that for the rest of their life, even if they never set foot in a yoga studio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That they have that Indian heritage of you know this is how we live, and if they choose. Never to celebrate Diwali, that's fine by me. And if they never choose to celebrate Christmas, that's also fine by me. <sighs> it's, I think at the end of the day, we have to remember that we're people of the world. The world is so much smaller than it was before. And it's important. I think rationale has to be there as well. And the more we read, the more knowledge we have the better equipped we are to navigate every day and to navigate the week of Diwali even, you know. Mm -hmm. I just want to say, I wish you a happy, happy, happy Diwali to your family and to all your loved ones and even to your students and everybody. Thank and, you, Joe, and uh, thank you to you. Yeah, and uh, may, may the year be filled with light. May May life always be filled with light, even on a gray, gray day like today. Mm. May we always find the light inside us to help us, you know, live our best life, I suppose. Is it? it? Yes. Yeah. So cliche, but so yeah. true, you know. And yes. very often it's so cheesy cliches we go back to because they make so much sense you know yeah. it's such simple words you hear them all the time yeah but at the end of the day it is it is what we're all striving towards isn't it yeah yeah Can I please? yeah thank you so much for the chat thank you for this time <laughs> yeah it's really lovely to chat to you yes you too you too bye bye joanna